G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, 2023 is now well underway and it is likely to hold many uncertainties for lots of us. And that may be why any reliable discussion that helps identify trends is useful for navigating the way forward. And it's particularly useful for those who might be in business or if you're a part of a team in a community. For churches and Christian organisations, understanding change in our nation, Australia. A conversation today about some of the big trends for 2023. Jeff Braley is a social researcher with McCrindle Research with insights into generational trends, population shifts, changes in the workplace and leadership strategies. Back with us once again today. Jeff, welcome back to 2020. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with you at the uh, start of a new year to really look across what's uh, what's coming and going to shape society this year. It's a real privilege to be here. Uh, Jeff, uh, let's just reflect for a moment. Uh, the fast rate of change, uh, some effort is required, isn't it, uh, to just keep relevant. Otherwise, you can easily be left behind. That's right. It's, it's certainly a world of it's big data, it's fast-paced change in work, in technology, whether it's population trends or the social insights, and we love just being able to keep up to date and help help leaders and uh, community residents as well really know the times. That's our real heart, so that we can empower human flourishing. And there's certainly a great pace of change, but uh, I think it was the uh, French president said the pace of change will never be this slow again. It's, uh, it's certainly going to continue to increase exponentially the rate of change in society. So it's important just to pause take in some fresh trends and then consider what trajectory you're heading on and what trajectory you'd like to head on as a as a leader or a parent as you raise kids or run an organisation. This uh, data hopefully helps guide some decision-making today. That's our real hope uh, by sharing these trends. Well, let's talk today about economic conditions and what the year ahead might hold because listeners might be surprised, some might not, but you're predicting at McCrindle a, what you're calling a recessionette. Uh, give us your insights into where you think we're going economically this year. Yeah, we're using this as a leading trend for this year. And while we may not technically enter a recession where we get two quarters of negative uh, economic growth, the point is that recession net is the feeling of a recession without it actually being one because it already probably feels like that for many listeners who are experiencing the rising uh, cost of living, we're seeing interest rates uh, continuing to rise. We've also got sort of global uncertainty. So the factors causing this sort of reduced spending power in this era of inflation, uh, I guess, range from that political instability overseas through to wars, through to the kind of backdated issues coming out of uh, sort of the COVID years where there's been supply chain issues or labour shortages and uh, staffing challenges. So rising costs have resulted from a few of these factors and that's putting pressure on household budgets and organisations 
organisations as well that are really trying to uh, understand how they can get the most out of every dollar. And so with that sentiment today that feeling like a recession, that's going to affect spending tomorrow. And so it's important we know where we're at in today's kind of terms so that we can prepare for the future when it comes to the recession that we're in at the moment. Jeff, we're a citizen in a global community and a lot of things are happening beyond our shores affecting our recession status. Lots of nations, as I understand it, uh, predicted significantly to be in recession, but you say we might just avoid that. But at the fringes, there's going to be an awful lot of people feeling an awful lot of pain, aren't there, around economic conditions? Yes, unfortunately, and certainly Australia is the land of the haves and the have-nots. There is a growing disparity uh, between sort of our lowest income earners, and there's a a data set that's come out from the uh, ATO and the ABS where they've looked at the Australian population in 20% groups. So there's five quintiles that makes up every household in Australia, and the lowest 20% of households their annual income is just 25,000. The average income of the lowest 20% of households is just 25,000 compared to the highest 20% that earn 288,000 on average as a household income. So that top 20% earn 48% of all the income, whereas the lowest 20% earn just 4% of all income. So there is a growing disparity between those that are high earners and those that are low earners. And so as we go through this recession, some people might be doing it just nicely with the big income. I think it's good to have that consideration of what a rise in petrol prices, what a rise in energy costs, what a rise in the grocery bill means for everyday Australians who are running a a tight household budget. Uh, Hopefully they've got a budget set up and certainly that would be a practical step in these uh, challenging times for those households to really make the most of what they earn so they can save and give as much as they can, as a uh, greater preacher used to say. We've got to save as much as we can, give as much as we can, and earn as much as we can. So I think John Wesley was the uh, brains behind that brilliant quote. It was a brilliant quote. Hey, interestingly, if we're talking trends, uh, the possibility a recessionette, as you say, high income earners might not even feel the pain at all, but there'll be an awful lot of people who at the lower end are going to feel the pain. If you're talking trends and needs, uh, there's going to be a real need, isn't there? Certainly from people who are concerned about our fellow human uh, beings uh, to be in some ways sensitive to community needs. That's what a trend might show us to prepare for, isn't it? That's right, and there's probably just a couple of extra stats here just to give a bit of a more holistic picture. There's a, a stat we've really been astonished by that came in July 2021, so going back over 18 months in the lockdowns, when there was good government stimulus, we found that one in five Australians had less than $100 in their bank savings account. Now, that really means we are a a debt-addicted society. We live close to the brink with very little financial margin. Now, with rising costs of uh, living, any reserves that Aussies might have had may have have gone in these uh, more expensive times. And so whether you're in that lower kind of quintiles or some of those medium quintiles where there is a little bit more cash coming in, it's probably not uh, building up in a savings account. And even for those in higher earnings, Australia... It does have some of the most unaffordable housing as well as living costs, but even globally, 
Australia's price-to-income ratio, where the cost of a house is eight times the annual income, whereas in the US or the UK, that's down at five times. Just across the ditch, though, our New Zealand brothers and sisters have it worse than us, though, at 11 times the annual income to get that average household cost. So whether you're at the low end or the top end, I think people would be feeling that challenge, particularly with rising interest rates over the last sort of eight months. Interest rates went from the the 0.1% that the RBA had back in April 2022, now up to in the threes. And so interest payments on mortgages would have doubled for those with a a variable rate and there'll be more and more uh, mortgage holders uh, that will be shifting from fixed to variable interest rates uh, in the year ahead. So it's going to be a bit of a challenging year for everyone, particularly those uh, renters who are more exposed and may have fewer cash reserves at the moment. Stay on the renters for a moment here, Jeff. Any insight from you? Because if you're in a community and your rent has been rising dramatically, as so many have experienced, is it the possibility that many of those renters who say we can't afford to live here anymore uh, will move to other communities? Uh, challenges around whether you're staying in the big city or moving to the country. Does this sort of thing play uh, play into an understanding of what happens when these trends eventuate with a potential recessionette? That's right. And, and really, the Australian community is made up of three groups of sort of housing types. We've got the, and they're neatly into thirds roughly, there's the, the owners of homes who have no mortgage, people who've saved uh, uh, and repaid the debt on a home who own it outright. So interest rate rising, hopefully for that group, means more cash uh, building in their savings account with better interest rates. So it's a positive when interest rate rises for that group. For the owners with a mortgage, interest rate rise is a, a pain point, more money going to the banks. Whereas for renters, rising uh, interest rates or the rising uh, cost of rent is one challenge. One of the big factors at the moment affecting the Australian housing market, and there's 10 million households across Australia and about a third in that renter category, there's this very low vacancy rate at the moment. And that means there's just simply not enough stock in many of our cities. Now, the two largest cities, Sydney and Perth, have a little bit more, and they're under 2%, though, and usually a vacancy rate for rentals in a city would be between 2 and 3%. Uh, so we're really quite uh, cutting it fine at the moment for our vacancy rates. In places like Adelaide, it's at 0.3%. Perth's at 0.4%. So these are very tight markets, and unfortunately that means people might need to move to some of those sort of fringe areas or sister cities or uh, outskirts sort of suburbs and towns as they have to, unfortunately, then do longer commutes to get back to the original job or find a new uh, closer social group, new place of employment, new group of friends. Uh, So it's a real challenge. And if there was one positive along this sort of recessionette story, the positive is that it's also low unemployment rates. Now, that means there is uh, still opportunity for employees to find new work, to look for that pay rise. And so hopefully that's an opportunity for renters that are doing it tough. Maybe there is that second job or a a better paying job out there at the moment in the uh, low uh, unemployment rates. And it's a real employees market at the moment. So understanding the trends has something to offer for us, Jeff. The thought that if you understand trends and you're being directly affected by them, and let's 
suppose that there's some listeners who are going to be uh, even uh, in a bad way affected by a recessionette. If you understand the trends, there may be some extra wisdom there for you in making decisions into how your family and what happens in those circumstances. These sorts of things are valuable, just having that little extra wisdom. Yeah, I think that's right. And and certainly knowing uh, what are the conditions in which society is living hopefully gets down to that individual level where people can maybe see an opportunity. Maybe it is a chance to rent out a spare bedroom and make a bit of extra cash. That's the the mortgage owner or the the homeowner for a renter. It might be seeing, oh, there's an opportunity to look for that extra bit of work, a, a little side hustle. But also, I think, equally looking for wisdom. Where are those courses or online communities or the, um, whether it's a local church or community course on some of these issues might be around financial management or looking to create a second job or start a business. There's great opportunity and we've actually seen a rise in the number of new businesses at the moment where people are seeing an opportunity in uh, society as things reopen and sort of settle down a little bit. Uh, one of the words of the year last year from uh, one of the dictionaries, I think it was Collins Dictionary, it was permacrisis. Now, that was a referring to this constant state of crisis and I think it's important we start the new year with a fresh sort of canvas, get some creative thinking around how we want to design lives that are going to have great impact in our communities and looking after ourselves as well. So using these trends to really design and tailor a life that's going to be productive and uh, prosperous in these times. Well, Jeff, let's lock in a plan to talk some more through some of these trends. There's lots of big trends that you've been working with. We'll tackle some more of those in the weeks ahead. But Jeff Braley is a social researcher with McCrindle Research. Uh, generational trends, population shifts, all a part of what has been happening insofar as research right around Australia. Let me point listeners to mccrindle.com and there is an infographic that you can download. gives you some really insightful uh, resource there to have a look at the big trends and what is likely happening. mccrindle.com. Jeff, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.